Hello girls and welcome back to the self-love show with Sammy and I am Sammy, your host. I am a clinical hypnotherapist, RTT um, therapist specifically and a certified life coach and I work with women who are struggling in the depths of low self-worth, low self-esteem and this is manifesting in your life with the battles around your body, with food, with body dysmorphia, exercise, over-exercising, so many different ways that it could happen where you are punishing yourself, trying to change yourself, tying your worth to your body and ultimately also sabotaging or finding relationships really challenging. So you're either settling for people that don't treat you in the way that you should be treated because you don't feel like you're worthy or you sabotage your relationships because you have extreme jealousy or you don't feel like you're good enough or you're unable to let people to connect with you. So, so many different ways there that I work with women, but ultimately is around your self-worth your self-esteem and the way that you are then sabotaging your body, yourself or your relationships. And if you are interested in wanting to hear about my special eight-week packages that I do with women, where we have the RTT therapy session, you take away your personalised recording, this is what rewires the thoughts and the belief in your subconscious mind. And then we have weekly coaching and I will put the link for that package in the details below. So today it was requested that I do a um, roundup on my journey and my experience because if you've been following me for a while you will have seen that I am now a mother to my daughter's now a year and a half so not so new mum but still feels like it. Um, and I dabbled a little bit in the area of working with women in business because specifically obviously around confidence and imposter syndrome and that kind of thing and I just you know when something just doesn't feel aligned to you and I feel like this was such a good lesson for myself and other people to know that it's okay if you take a track and it is not the right one for you and I just I just knew the minute that I decided to work specifically just really really um restrictively niching with women in business I just knew it wasn't right it's not what my story is it's not what I've healed through it's not what so many women relate to me for and why you feel like I've heard so many times women say oh I already feel like I know you when we get on like the consultation call because I'm so open with my stories my experience and then you know that's the whole reason why I trained as a therapist and at such a high standard level because this therapy that I'm trained in is what really actually helped me. So there was a lot of other stuff that I did along the way that I'll go through over these like six years. But this RTT therapy really was the thing that has actually helped me to transform like every area of my life. And I mean every area. Become a mum, heal my body, change my relationships, my relationship with myself not just my intimate relationship, relationships with friends, like my business, my confidence, just every single area that I've wanted to change, rapid transformational therapy, 
has been what I've invested in because I can't do it for myself (laughs) unfortunately so I always go and find a specialist RTT therapist in the area I'm interested in so I want to take you through I don't know how long this is going to be I might have to do this in two parts we shall see but if you know me you know I'm quite flowy and intuitive and I just talk about I don't plan things I've got a bit of an idea but I just like to really feel from myself when I'm talking to you what I need to be sharing with you and that feels right to me so six years ago I say really, so 2016 was kind of the time when I finally decided that what I was doing wasn't right. So years before then, because at that point I would have been, I'm 31 now, so six years ago, 25. Years before then were all the years of, you know, like the teenagers. I had a really difficult time in school. I had a difficult time in my childhood, like my family home. Um, I was feeling very alone I wasn't feeling emotionally supported um I was feeling like nobody liked me nobody wanted to be my friend um and all these things you know I'm so happy and open to talk about what all of my root the root causes of my issues are because you know what they're just so similar we've all got so many similar root cause issues and they're the things that we need to pick out they're the things that we need to do the detective work for to find why underneath the surface issue so for me for you body dysmorphia eating disorders holding tying your entire worth to your body like what is beneath that issue because if you don't resolve that then you can't change your relationship with yourself which ultimately changes your relationship with your body and with food and that is what completely transforms your life you can do as many diets or change what you're eating and your, rela- and your relationship with exercise as much as you want. It doesn't actually ever really cure the problem. And so you'll find yourself just diving in and off of these cycles of like intensive exercise and restrictive eating, binge eating. Or you could find yourself trying to just be like, oh, whatever, fuck it all. Body positivity, body neutrality, going all in. But then you still aren't able to find those coping mechanisms to support yourself to go through that phase of life because you still don't feel worthy or good enough. The point here with and especially with the type of therapy work that I do is everything that you feel about yourself and so the action you then take in your life about yourself, about other people, the things you do, all comes from your limit your belief systems. And if you don't change a belief system, you never change your default unconscious thoughts and feelings and behavior. You can't change those if you don't change the belief systems that you're running on. And they are literally wired and coded into your subconscious mind. So we have to access them. We have to heal the wounds and physically do the work to rewire them, which is why I then give my clients the recordings that they absolutely have to listen to every single day for at least those that period of time that we are working together. You need to change the wiring, you need to change the belief systems. And if you don't change them, you will forever find yourself just falling back and feeling like you're back on day one again. Like you'll try and let go of the um, unhealthy behaviours around your body and food that are quite literally they just take over your life don't they um but then 
you'll get to a point where you still just feel awful about yourself because you have not changed that root cause, the issues underneath with the belief systems. You've not changed your self-worth, your self-esteem. You've not healed that you are good enough, that you're worthy, that you're lovable. And you can say this kind of stuff out loud like an affirmation, but if you're not accessing your subconscious mind, it's not going to go in and it's not going to change it. So then you might find yourself back to restrictive dieting and over-exercising or trying to just focus on your body and change your body again. So all of my teens and my early 20s, this is what I did. I had eating disorders, I would really restrict and then heavily binge like literally every week. I over-exercised, I got super skinny. If I ever like ate food, I would bloat like hell, like I had IBS, severe IBS at one point where we went to A&E a couple of times because I would have to lie in a bath because my stomach hurt so much every night whenever I ate food. Like, say like me and Andy had an argument or just a disagreement or something that gave me stress. If I went to eat food, I would be in agony. And that didn't even have to be like the cause of it. Sometimes, most of the time, you're just living in this constant, like food is dangerous And so your body is just closed off, restricted, releasing all of the cortisol and all of these hormones and chemicals that does not digest food for you properly. So I had really bad IBS. At that point, I think that was early 20s, I literally was eating nothing. I was tiny. I felt like I had to do this, like these extreme detox things to try and clear out my body because of the pain, like the no gluten no dairy I mean I'm pretty sure I was just eating vegetables at one point like just like high volume salad you know that all the things I did if it fits your macros I did weight training for years which I do actually love and I would like to eventually do that again even if it is just like some kettlebells at home but I was extreme with it and I would train for hours like six days a week I can remember when I worked in Cambridge which if you're not local to me in Lincolnshire that's like an hour's drive so I'd get up at 4am to go to the gym um I would like bulk prep all of my food now I'm when I talk about this stuff the reason why all of it is so bad is because underneath it all was me trying to control my body because I felt worthless I felt like nobody liked me that I wasn't worth anybody's time or anything like I was beneath all people And do you know what? It wasn't even anything out of the ordinary that happened to me when I was younger, but it is then the meaning that we attach to these events. And sometimes it doesn't have to be huge traumas that make you just believe these awful things about yourself. And people don't even need to say stuff to you for you to feel like it's true. So I you know, the exercise and the eating that I was doing at this point, so the weight training, the bulk prepping, the getting up early to exercise and all of that, it was all coming from punishment, restriction, self, like, sabotage. I didn't like myself. It was because I measured everything about me off of my body and how I looked, and I was obsessed with controlling how I looked because I thought I needed to be smaller, I needed to be more toned, like, and then I would finally feel good, finally be, like, relaxed and free inside, and because people would love me, and that's why it's wrong. As I would like to probably expend a bit more like later on, is that I fully have this 
this belief around health that is in the middle of all the extremes that you see on social media. So you've got body neutrality, body positivity, and then you've got like the fit spiral and all of that. To me, I fully agree with movement and nourishment of food. Like those two things are very healthy for each individual. So I would never say to someone, don't go and weight train or don't go get up early to go to the gym before you have to go to work or don't bulk prep your meals. If the way that they're doing it is from joy and nourishment and underneath all of that their worth is not tied to their body and they still feel good and it is relaxed and they feel free and it is enjoyable for them it's an addition to their life so if that works for you and you come in from a place of I'm doing this because I love myself you don't like freak out when you can't um, go to the gym early or you can't weight train or you haven't had time at the weekend to prep your meals because that is also about time efficiency and money efficiency isn't it so some people will do that so this is why I mean I'm not saying that that ultimately is a negative thing to do I'm saying that me as a a young girl at that time was doing it from punishment and low self-worth and hating myself and wanting to change my body like for me now as the woman that I am as we'll get to when I talk about movement and nourishment I like because I'm an at-home mum and run my own business I don't have to prep my food but I make my partner's lunches because it's efficient it's more efficient for time and for money and it just makes you feel a bit better like you could make a lovely lunch and feel really loved by it and he always says it tastes so much better when I make it and it's like a chicken and cheese sandwich or something like you know it's nothing extremely healthy like that is when it is when it's extremely healthy and you're on like this clean eating or whatever and it's all from punishment and restriction and it's not enjoyable it's not loving it's not caring then that's when it's wrong but when it comes from love when it comes from caring for yourself looking after yourself looking after your health um that's when it's right so I exercise quite a few days a week now. I only started at the end of last year because I didn't feel like I wanted to when I was first, like like whilst Amelia was in her first year of life. I just, we did so much walking and walking to me is just such a nice way to move my body and I really love it. This is the important thing is nothing to me now when I move my body is about changing it. I don't care what my body does. I just know that exercise, movement, is so good for not just your physical health but your mental spiritual emotional health it makes me feel good so I will get up earlier so I can do 20 minutes at least in a morning before I get ready and get Amelia up and that's the difference like 20 minutes I do 20 minutes on average I used to go to the gym and weight train for two hours and probably do it fasted and then eat what protein oats or something I eat more now than what I ate when I trained all of those years ago so then we so I had that issue the eating disorders the body dysmorphia holding everything that I felt was good about me to the way that I looked wanting to essentially like mold my body so that I could control people liking and accepting me Um, and it was really fucking painful because internally I felt totally empty unfulfilled unhappy and loved and the important thing that I want you to take away from this 
is there's not going to be someone out there that's going to meet all of those needs for you. There is not going to be like the perfect man or woman that you can meet that will make you feel like they love you, that you're good enough, that you're worthy, all the things. Because if you hold all of that pressure and that responsibility on another human being, when they do something that whether purposefully or unconsciously makes you then feel like, you're not loved by them, not wanted by them, not a priority to them, then what are you going to do? Because you've not got it inside for yourself. You're still relying on it from external people, for external validation and acceptance and love from someone else. So this is why it is unbelievably important, like life-changingly important that you get this for yourself, that you love, you respect, you value you were you feel worthy within yourself self-esteem means that you like yourself you don't like it's lovely when other people do and they give you this love and they they are additions to your life additions to your happiness to your joy absolutely you can feel so overwhelmingly loved by another human being but when that happens and when it's really when it's really like what's the word natural and easy and good for your mental health is when you already have that for yourself when if they weren't there it wouldn't change how you feel about you and the love and the respect and the care that you hold for you um that's vital this is a vital thing that all women need to have in their life is that we remove the responsibility for others to meet our needs and you do that you heal the wounds and you transform yourself to be to be able to do that for yourself first so then I went through therapy. I had lots of different types of like counselling and it never really did very much for me. I trained as a life coach, had my own coach, started working with women around body image issues because, you know, we always want to kind of work in the field that we still need some help in and just a few steps ahead of other people. But I was still struggling. So 2016 and I'm starting to relax and I'm starting to realise my body just wasn't working. So late 2017, I came off the pill and I had acne for a while. But as soon as I came off the contraceptive pill, my face just blew up. My stomach, the IBS at this time was awful. I was having all sorts of like um, holistic therapies like acupuncture to try and help it. Nothing was working. I stopped weightlifting, just did yoga, just did walking because... I think it was late 2018 and I still hadn't had a period. So now it wasn't just, this was a really good thing for me because now it wasn't just about me realising that I just didn't feel good inside of myself no matter what I did outside, no matter what exercise or healthy, like, or eating that I did or however I changed my body. It was just so life consuming and joy sucking because I could never enjoy my life I couldn't be in the present I couldn't make memories like my body and how I looked was just everything it was like that was my survival that was like my safety net was everything else out there in the world was dangerous to me but focusing on my body was my safety thing because this is what I could control and I just like aside from that, when my body stopped working, I sent I realized late 2017 going into 2018 that one of my biggest, if not my like biggest dream in life was to be a mother. And 
you know, I know that that's not the biggest dream for everyone, but for me, it just always was. I think it's because I just had quite a turbulent, chaotic childhood. um, And I really wanted to be able to give almost maybe heal myself through being a parent and being able to be that love for that for my daughter like now my daughter I'm so pleased I've got a daughter um and so yeah when I didn't have periods when my acne was just oh my god it was pounding on my face like I felt such I felt so self-conscious oh I could just like there's some pictures I shared on my Instagram yesterday it was all loads of bumps you know you've got tons of bumps all over your skin and then loads of them at a time would come out as white heads and I never touched my face and I was so I've always been really focused on my skincare and anyway after a year not getting a period back not exercising anymore but I was still eating really really restrictively I just couldn't let go I went to the doctor, they did so many blood tests on me, there was nothing wrong in that way. And then I trained in rapid transformational therapy in February of 2019 because in late 2018, after it had been two years, I'd not had a period, I then found someone who had literally just trained in RTT therapy and she was um, specialising in fertility and I tell you she has just trained because this is why like this is how powerful your subconscious mind is that works it just not it doesn't just change your belief systems about yourself and so change how you feel about yourself and the action you take your mind is connected to your body and it tells your body what to do by the hormones and the chemicals that it releases that then connect through your nervous system to the organs and the part of your body that you want to focus on and communicate with essentially So 10 days, no, two weeks on this occasion after I had this therapy session, my period came back and it was completely normal. Seven days, flowing like normal, not awful pain, totally normal. I could not believe it, girls. I couldn't believe it. So early 2019, my period's back. I'm training. This is why I spent so much money to train in this therapy because I was like, holy shit, that is incredible. Um, And then throughout all of my training, I had so much therapy while I was practicing with other therapists around my self-worth and my self-love. And this was just monumental to the change in my life because it allowed me to let go of the chains and the restriction and the desperation to focus on my body it allowed me to feed myself and nourish myself and love and care for my body and I would walk because I loved it and I put on weight because I wanted to just my body was so starved and it was almost like I also wanted to prove to myself I'm very much an all-in girl I'm very much like right I need to test this then So I wanted to just let go and let myself eat whatever I wanted to see if I, see how I responded internally to it. And I'm not saying it was like the easiest thing in the world, but it helped me to remove the worth that I tied to my body and to just know that I'm good enough. I am loved. I love myself. I like myself. I totally transformed throughout 2019 
one, how my body was working and two, my relationship with me, my self-worth and my self-esteem. So then I had a, I got pregnant in um, August of 2019 when we first moved into our house now. Really shocked, it actually didn't happen on purpose. But I was beyond like grateful. Like this was my ultimate dream. Then we miscarried at week 12 and I just, all the trauma that I felt, all the belief systems the triggers and everything that I felt from when I was younger, that I just wasn't as good as other people to be worthy of a happy life. It all came back to the surface and I couldn't, I couldn't control it. I couldn't deal with it. And I knew it was a mind. I needed to work with my mind again and change the story and the belief systems and heal even more. So I invested again at a full whack price. I, um, with a therapist that, um, worked in fertility again and I just had the one session and then 10 days later my period returned and three months after that I was pregnant with Amelia and it's not just that I had the miscarriage healed that and then got pregnant it's that through that time I actually then also went on to put on even more weight because I was nourishing my body to be ready to hone my child even more and I'm not saying that people everybody has to do that but it's just the way that I wanted to um, heal myself I wanted to just really let my body know that we are good I am fueling you Um, I also just didn't want to wait I wanted to get pregnant and you know maybe I didn't need to do that but it was good for me actually to uh, put my body to a weight on purpose that I naturally beforehand would not have been comfortable with because I didn't like myself or value myself and I just held my worth to my body so I got pregnant um, January 2020 and throughout the whole pregnancy it was just wonderful I was just like on cloud nine Um, the lockdown began so I thoroughly enjoyed that because I didn't have to see anybody and I was in my cocoon in my house working from home and just fully looking after my growing baby and I just ate I guess you know intuitively I I can't even remember the last time I would have ever followed like an eating plan or re- removed something from my diet and the whole time my mindset is always on and continue and has continued to be since having Amelia that the way that I eat and the way that I move is for my energy and it's for my health. So that is the difference. It is not about my size. It's not about my weight. It's not about how I look. It's not about having a toned ass. It's not about any of that. It truly is nourishment and self-love. And I knew when I was going to have a baby that I then needed to mentally be spot on so that I could be there for my child because like you don't sleep for a while (laughs) so I ate from that intention and then I moved from that intention and nothing extreme nothing one extreme or the other like I I I don't do over exercising under eating or under exercising and overeating like I don't do one or the other. I have such a wonderful balance in between, which has allowed my body to just be where she needs to be. 
So when we say to stop, when I say stop focusing on the weight, it's not about the weight, it's about the issues that are beneath that. Once you heal that, you then are able to allow your body to be where she needs to be, whether that's a little bit bigger, whether that's a bit smaller, but it doesn't matter to you anymore because you don't hold your worth of who you are as a human on the size of your body because you just love your body and you look after it from love and health and nourishment. And I want you to also just have a think about this question. What is it that you want to be remembered by every day? Because I don't want to be remembered because I looked small or I like somebody wants my body or someone wants to ask me what I'm eating. I want to be remembered because I'm a kind person. I want to be remembered by the nice things that I've done for other people because I am mentally in such a good place. I'm able to bring joy to other people's lives, even if it was just like smiling at, at someone or just like striking up a conversation with strangers because that's the kind of person that I am especially like with a child now you and you meet other mums um so that's the difference that it no longer becomes when you heal what's beneath the surface issue it no longer becomes a thing about your body and your weight like you're, you allow your body to be where she needs to comfortably be because you are eating from a place of love, nourishment, care, and you're moving from that place too. I fully believe movement and eating with nourishment are really important parts of our life for self-love because if you're not looking after yourself in that way, like physically, mentally, then you're sabotaging yourself again and don't get me wrong there are times in your life when you don't have the time to like do some exercise or cook a certain meal or maybe you can't afford to do it but you can do the best that you can do and when you know you're doing the best with what you've got because you're coming from a place of love and that you know that you're a great person like that feels good to you you don't need to restrict you don't need to diet you don't need to change your body anymore so you know, in the culture of like body positivity and body neutrality, that I don't know about it all. I'm not like an expert in that field. I know that it's quite it gets quite political, doesn't it? But to me, like body neutrality means you're not connecting with your body, and I just don't agree with that. I feel like your body is this beautiful thing that is allowing you to enjoy life and that you can love yourself through. And body positivity, there is a side where it's kind of like, oh, fuck it all, go the absolute opposite way. But then I feel like so many women feel such discomfort within themselves because they're not being mindful and loving and caring to their bodies anymore because it's like, oh, whatever, my body's the least interesting thing about me, which is true then I don't care about her anymore. So I don't agree with that either. I agree with what I have said throughout this podcast is love, care and nourishment. You move and you eat from love, care and nourishment. So if one day I don't feel like exercising and I just want to relax, that's love, care and nourishment. If I want to eat pizza like with my boyfriend or out with friends and it's really delicious and I want to eat the whole thing and a glass of wine and dessert but it's coming from me feeling really good that's love care and nourishment I don't sit there and eat that with stress if you eat it with stress it's coming from anxiety you're fearing your body you're going to raise cortisol 
and your body's going to shut elements down and store fat and all the things like the storing fat thing whatever it doesn't matter but I'm just saying that is how your body reacts when you start to if you eat food and you are stressed, your body goes into survival mode. If you restrict food, your body is again stressed and it goes into survival mode, which is the key thing as to why you binge eat. When you tell yourself you're not going to eat X, Y, and Z, don't you just go and smash all of it before you start that diet the next day? Or you do it for a certain period of time and then you go ahead and smash all of it after because that's the way your mind works. It always wants to survive. And if you're telling your mind you're going to restrict, it thinks, holy fuck, famine, I'm going to starve, I'm going to die. Sounds irrational, right? That's how we work. That's how we've evolved. So for me, like every single day, I probably eat cheese toasties and a chocolate bar for lunch because it's time efficient for me with running a business and my daughter and the days I've got my daughter and um, I really like it. I really love the taste of a cheese toastie and a chocolate bar and I'm pretty sure that's what I ate through the entire pregnancy as well. And then in the evening, me and Andy have usually, like if you're in England, there's a company called Gusto where you choose the meals every week and then they send you a box with all of the ingredients and I love that because it's exciting to like try new dishes every single night and I feel good like there's greens in it sometimes there's not sometimes it's like a curry or a burger and then I have like more often than not to be fair I have porridge like oats for breakfast but everything that I do is because I love who I am. I have high self-esteem now. I My worth is nothing to do with my body or how I look. And if I was to not exercise for a month, like whatever, then that's just life to me. I mean, walking to me is really important because fresh air feels like medicine. Nothing that I do is with the intention of changing my body. And that is the difference. The joy that I have in my life is unbelievable. I have the mental space and clarity to do good things in my life, to be present, to enjoy my time, to be an amazing mum, partner, therapist, friend, all the things, whatever I want to do. I go out and I don't care like about what I'm going to eat. I don't plan anything. Like sometimes I might look at restaurants if we're going out somewhere and see what there is because it's just exciting because I do love food. Um, There's just nothing. There's just nothing anymore inside of me that with my food and movement comes from a place of restriction or punishment. Nothing about me... Um there's nothing in my mind anymore that tells me that my entire worth is tied to how I look. And sometimes I might have still those moments of discomfort within my own skin, but I now understand why. And it's so quick and easy and I've got the tools and it's efficient to change that. And the more you do it, the more it just rewires into your new story about yourself. And I just want to be a good person. I just want to be a kind person. I just want to be able to help women like you transform your relationship with yourself internally and heal wounds, heal childhood traumas, be who you want to be, stop punishing your body and enjoy your life beyond anything you've ever imagined. And literally, as I'm sitting here right now and my daughter's napping and we're in like my dream home and we have totally like 
renovated the whole thing still got a bit to do and I'm running my own business and recently just like got my own dream car I mean I know that stuff is material and it doesn't matter but I've got like a wonderful group of mummy friends that I see every week as well as like my older friends and I've got every single thing I've ever dreamed of wanting and back then didn't feel I ever would get because I didn't think that I deserved it. I thought I was beneath everyone else. I thought I was less deserving than other people. I thought that I would just hate myself and my body forever. I would forever be on this cycle of like trying really hard to eat a certain way and never really liking my body no matter what happened to it anyway, no matter how small or toned or whatever it got. And then wildly binge eating because my mind and physically I just couldn't cope with the restriction anymore. And then even coming out of that, I still was just so focused on how I looked. And now I'm sat here, I'm makeup free. And I fully believe that self-love, self-care and having high self-esteem means that you have additions in your life of movement nourishment makeup clothes all that stuff like for creativity to show like who you are to express yourself I love all of that I would never say don't do it but what I do support women with is to heal when they are coming from a place of punishment and low self-esteem and not liking themselves that's when doing the outside stuff doesn't work that's when the makeup the clothes just to try and hide yourself or because you're you're so focused on how your body looks to everyone else because you feel like that's how you'll be accepted that's when it you just find yourself so stuck and so lost and so low inside and low level of self-confidence and it's really really painful I know because I went through it for so many years and here I am a mum completely different human being I am so different to who I was six years ago when I started this journey and I have the most thanks like firstly to myself for fully being like I cannot do this anymore I'm investing in myself I'm experimenting I always want like always called myself like a little science experiment and to RTT therapy and to being that therapist myself now so that I can support women like you through this too if you've got body dysmorphia, if you have a bad relationship with food or with exercise, a bad relationship with yourself, and then manifesting into bad relationships with other people, the low self-esteem, the low self-worth, the feeling like you're not good enough, and like what I had, where I felt like I didn't deserve my happy ending, then you are exactly why I do this work, and I love it so, so much. So I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and I managed to get it all into one. It is 40 minutes, but you know, there we go. <laughs> um, and if you do want to um, book a free consultation call and I can tell you about what I do and if we could maybe work together, we can see. And also follow me over on Sammy Alice Therapy on Instagram. I will also link below because I am very often there and on the stories. And I just want you to know that there is another way you can be free. The freedom that it gives you inside is something I can't explain. And it just enables you to just feel so grateful for life. Enjoy life so much and be who you want to be. And you are amazing. You're amazing. Okay. And until you've got it, I have got this for you.